Is the government coming for your entity? This podcast will discuss a recent FinCEN issue of notice of proposed rulemaking on gathering information on all new and existing entities. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. Well, there are millions of corporations, limited liability companies, and other entities formed in the U.S. each year. <coughs> in fact, there are estimated 4 million new entities formed each year, and there are over 30 million existing corporations. At least that's what is estimated by FinCEN. While such entities play an essential and legitimate role in U.S. and global economies, they can also be used to facilitate illicit activity. Now, only a few jurisdictions in the U.S., so only a few states, require these legal entities to disclose information about their beneficial owners. That is, the people that actually own the entity. So on December 7th, FinCEN issued a notice of proposed rulemaking in order to give the public an opportunity to review and comment and discuss a proposed rule to implement the CTA's beneficial ownership information, BOI reporting provisions. So what's really going on here is FinCEN, which is operated through the Department of Treasury, is seeking to gather information on all entities and at least gather information on who actually owns them. Why? Well, they're claiming in order to get a handle on potential corruption, illicit activity, terrorism, and the like. And this is not just for domestically organized entities. It's also for foreign entities operating in the U.S. And go through it in a couple minutes, but they discussed and provided some details on who exactly has to report, what are some of the exemptions, who is deemed a beneficial owner, what are company applicants, and what type of information reports will need to be filed. So this is not something totally new. There's been rumbling about this for the last several years. There's been some proposed um, rules that just never got uh, actually formalized where the Department of Treasury, FinCEN, has been looking to gather more information on um, entities, not just businesses, but entities. So this is pretty significant because it's going to require you, if you form an entity or you have an existing entity, to actually fill out paperwork and disclose certain information in a timely manner or face penalties. Now, it's anticipated the cost of reporting companies will be less than $50 a piece, but there's time and there's also penalties, which we'll get into uh, later, that um, can make it super expensive for failure to comply. So again, this is just another um, you know, shot at data by the government, right? And there are obviously legitimate reasons for doing it, but um, it's going to um, generally change the way investment companies, businesses are operated. Now, if you set up an entity, in most cases, you form it in the state, do it generally online. You'll have a organizer, it could be a lawyer, it could be a friend, could be you, anyone that sets up the entity. And then you generally need to provide, in most cases, who the manager is, not the owner, but who the manager is and who the registered agent is, which is basically an address in the state. Only a few states actually require you to provide owners. Why? Because obviously ownerships change, right? You set up company ABC today and in 
six months, you go raise $5 million and you have 75 investors. It'd be very difficult to start updating that every time you sought new investors, especially if you're doing crowdfunding or family and friends, or there's change in uh, investor structure, it gets super complicated. So that's kind of why it hasn't been done. And ultimately, the um, concept is that once you file the tax return, if you're a partnership, an LLC, more than two entities, the K-1 will tell the IRS who the owner is. If it's a single member LLC, you'll put it on your Schedule C. So the IRS will know that ABC LLC is associated with Adam Bergman. If I was a partnership, it would be through the K-1 that they would find out who the actual owners are. So they actually can find the owners. Okay. The issue is if you don't file a tax return um, or if it's you know, a foreign entity that, that maybe doesn't follow a U.S. entity, in that case, there's um, generally a vacuum of information where it's pretty difficult to find out actually who owns it. So let's just go through some of the rules and then you can kind of um, make up your own mind whether this or how bad, I guess, this, this could be uh, for you. So again, specifically, the proposed rule would require reporting companies to file reports with FinCEN that identify two categories of individuals, beneficial owners of the entity and the individual who actually filed the application. So who's a reporting company? The reporting company is essentially domestic or foreign company and includes corporations, LLCs, or any other entity created by the filing of a document with the Secretary of State or similar office under law of the state or an Indian tribe. A foreign reporting company will include a corp, limited liability company, or other entity formed under the laws of a foreign country that is registered to do business in the U.S. Under the pros rule, in keeping with the CTA, 23 types of entity would be exempt. Now, who would be exempt? Security issues, domestic government authorities, banks, domestic credit unions, money transmitter businesses, broker and dealers, security exchanges, uh, registered investment companies, venture capital funds, insurance companies, state licensed insurance products, accounting firms, public utilities, tax exempt entities, entities assisting tax exempt entities, large operating companies, and inactive businesses. So um, those are the exemptions. But if you're starting a new business or you're doing an LLC uh, to own real estate, um, you, you likely will be required to comply. Now, it's unclear whether an IRA LLC would be, would that be deemed an um, exempted entity under the definition of, of entities assisting tax exempt entities, potentially. Um, it's unclear yet, but it definitely is going to change if this is ever passed, uh, the information that's provided upon uh, formation. Um, what else? So uh, other type of legal entities include trusts, would appear to be um, excluded from the definition to the extent they are not created by the filing of a document. So a trust, a grantor trust, may not be included since you don't file it with the Secretary of State. Although FinCEN recognizes that the creation of trust does not involve filing of such information, then nevertheless they're seeking public content. So even though technically a trust isn't filed with the Secretary of State, which would seem to suggest it should be exempted, they're requesting public comment uh, as well. So there is a chance that trust could also uh, be stuck uh, as part of this of reporting uh, regime, although um, unclear. Um, so that's who a reporting company is. Essentially, it's any business, U.S. or foreign company operating in the U.S. if you're not an exemption or don't satisfy an exemption. Who is a beneficial owner? And this is obviously super important. Under the proposed rule, beneficial owner will include any individual who ex exercises substantial control over the company or, it's not an and, it's or, 
owns or controls at least 25% of the owner interest of the reporting company. So technically, even if you own 5%, but if you exercise substantial control, you will be deemed a beneficial owner and thus you will need to provide your information to FinCEN. Um, again, they define substantial control and ownership interests um, and set forth the standards for determining whether an individual owns or controls 25%. Um, and again, in keeping with the rules, there are exemptions, um, but basically they're minor children, nominees like a custodian, um, inheritors, employees, and creditors. So it's going to be tough to satisfy uh, an exemption. Um, the beneficial owner, again, exercise substantial control or 25% or more. So even if you think you're going to get cute and say, oh, I'll give myself 23%, but I'll basically run it. No. If you exercise substantial control, you're deemed a beneficial uh, um, owner and are required to su submit your uh, information. And again, the, they include a definition of what a substantial owner or someone who has substantial uh, control, which is, you know, the, the types of decisions you expect that would deem substantial control. So who's a company applicant? So in the case of a domestic company, a company applicant to be the individual who files the document. So if Adam Bergman files a document for my sister to form an LLC, technically you're going to need to provide information on Adam Bergman. Even though I don't own anything, I'm still a company applicant. So you would need to provide my information along with the information on the company and the beneficial owners, i.e. my sister. So it's it's bringing in a lot of data that you may feel is kind of unrelated. So are they looking for companies, right? You might think of like Panama Papers, right? Are they looking for who are companies that are setting up a lot of companies? Um, maybe a lot of investment companies. Let's maybe sh shed a light on them and see what's going on. So they're just looking for data, collection of data. Obviously, again, they're worried about corruption, theft, um, terrorism, um, money laundering, uh, tax evasion, that type of stuff. So they're also looking for who's actually filing the entity. Um, now the beneficial owner. So what, what do you actually have to provide, right? You're probably saying, okay, I'm a 25% more of an entity. Uh, what, what the heck do they want from me? So they want a lot. They want your full name, your date of birth. They want your address. They want a unique identifying number. They want a non-expired passport. They want a non-expired identification document issued by a state, a non-expired driver's license. So you can do an or a driver's license or a state um, issued um, <coughs> identification paperwork. Um, and they also want an, uh, an image of the document for which the unique identifying number of the section was obtained, which includes both the unique identifying number and the photograph in sufficient quality to be legible, right? So they're not just looking for your name. They want date of birth. They want your address. They want um, a unique identifying number, <coughs> um, passport or, or license, okay? There's also something they're trying to include called a privacy token, which is basically um, instead of providing all the specific information multiple times, you sign up for this token, you submit all this information once, and then you can use your token going forward, right? So if you have like 15 entities, you don't have to fill out the information 15 times. You fill it out once on this privacy token and then just submit the privacy token identification number and that will tie it into the IRS. So they are at least, well, I would say FinCEN, not the IRS, but at least they're trying to make it somewhat easier, although it is um, you know, a definite step up in terms of data collection. 
timing, right? I mentioned this. Existing companies, right? You've got a company going on right now. What's, what do you have to do? You have a year. So if this gets passed, you're going to have a year to file their initial report. If you set something up, um, you're basically going to have 14 days after the formation to file. So reporting companies would have 30 days to file updates for their previously filed reports and 14 days to correct inaccurate reports. If you are reporting for an existing company, you're going to have a year to do it. And if it's a new one, um, it would seem like you'd have 14 days from filing to submit this paperwork. Uh, the next steps, they basically want public comments until February 7, 2022. Um, and they're looking, obviously, for additional rulemaking comments on, um, you know, security, who has actually access to this data. And, um, you know, that, that's obviously the biggest concern from a taxpayer standpoint is like, hey, we're giving you all this data. Is it going to be secure? And actually, FinCEN has spent quite a bit of time going through their security. That's why they're introducing this token. But ultimately, this data will be somewhere, right? And it's going to be questionable who gets it. Is it going to the IRS? Uh, what's going to happen with it? Penalties, as I mentioned, um, it's unlawful to fail to do, to comply with, with this uh, requirement. So if you willfully fail to, to, to comply, uh, civil penalties of up to $500 each day, a violation continues and a, up to $10,000 and a prison term for up to two years or both. And I guess it's up to them um, subjectively to determine if it's willful or not. Uh, but again, it seems like you can go up to $10,000 and you can get prison uh, for up to two years if you don't comply. Um, again, I think they have to show willfully. Um, so if you just kind of make a mistake, maybe it's just uh, a penalty. Uh, but there are civil and criminal penalties for violation. So they ain't messing around. This is a lot like FBARs. If you have foreign bank accounts, um, IRS does not mess around. They will throw you in jail if you're not reporting uh, a foreign bank account. Um, obviously, they're super concerned with tax evasion. Uh, this is um, a step in that direction. It may not be to that extreme, but FinCEN ain't messing around. They want data. They don't feel like they're getting enough data. They feel like it's too easy. They just set up a shell company and never pay tax on, on income. Um, that's why if you, if you remember on the Ways and Means and the Build Back Better Act, there was um, a push to try to get the banks to submit data of transactions over $600. That's now been um, you know, expanded to $10,000. But the governments want data, right? Uh, whether you're China, whether you're the United States, it's all about data collection. Um, that, that was the big thing with a lot of these Chinese companies that went public in the US. They were concerned about data collection. They want to keep track of all their citizens' data. And that's kind of what's going on now. Um, yes, there are legitimate reasons for it. Clearly, tax evasion, um, criminal activity, terrorism, right? Got to understand it. Um, there are stop gaps in place, right? <laughs> there are certain reportings or tax returns that have beneficial information, whether it's a single member LLC on a Schedule C. With a partnership, there's a... Um, you know, a, a K1 that goes out, corporations, not as much, right? You can have tons of, inf there's not a lot of data on, on shareholders, depending on lar how large the corporation is. Um, so again, they're, they're looking for more data. Uh, they have a legitimate concern. Question is, are, are they overstepping uh, their right? Is it constitutional? Um, some states may push back, right? You may see some states saying, this is state information, it's a state filing, it has nothing to do with the federal government. FinCEN, you don't have jurisdiction. 
we'll see. Uh, I think you know government can can they have a legitimate um, purpose or reason. They they probably will have merit in their uh, pursuit of this information. But this is a, a definite game changer. That's why I wanted to provide um, you this information on this podcast. Just came out you know a week or so ago. And it looks like they're coming for our entities. Again, even past entities you formed, you'll have a year to comply. All new entities you form, 14 days, penalties up to 10,000 bucks. You go to jail if you fail to comply. There are exemptions, um, but it's, it's super far reaching, right? It's not just beneficial owners. They want actually the people that are forming the entity. So the accountant, the lawyer, your, your buddy, LegalZoom, uh, whoever it is. Um, again, there may be some exemptions. Um, there are exemptions for who a uh, reporting company is, um, but for the average person that's using LLCs to uh, start a business or start an investment fund or, or just hold real estate, you're going to need to comply. Um, so forming an entity in Delaware, or Wyoming, Nevada is not going to work anymore. You're going to have to provide information to the federal government. It's going to be much easier for the federal government, i.e. FinCEN, Department of Treasury, to find you, will that trickle down to more IRS audits? You know, probably, right? There definitely will be sharing of information across government agencies. You can bet on it. Um, and, uh, you know, based off their claim that this is going to solve evade tax evasion and terrorism, um, it's going to be hard to, to stop them to, to pursue this um, new, you know, uh, proposed rulemaking. Now, there again, there is a chance to comment and we'll see where the public comments go. Um, if some states are push, are going to push back, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, this is pretty new and recent, so there's not a lot of recent comments on it. Um, and again, from an IRA 401k standpoint, who owns an entity, um, we still aren't sure if, if we'll be able to satisfy a tax exempt entity or an entities assisting tax exempt entity uh, exemption. Uh, if you set up an IRA, there'll be a custodian exemption, so you're not going to need to provide that information to FinCEN. But um, they're they're coming for your entity, so um, you have a chance to comment if you wish. But if not, um, the good old days of, of forming entities in Delaware, Nevada, or Wyoming, and, and getting more protection may be history. Um, so stay tuned. I will certainly keep uh, you abreast, especially once public comments. Um, uh, are received. Um, and then obviously it will take time for FinCEN to gather those public comments and then um, maybe issue new uh, proposed regulations. And then, you know, ultimately it can, it can become law. So there's, there's still some time. It's not going to happen in February. Once the public comment period is over, they'll, they'll then review it and, and maybe come up with some revision. So it's definitely um, a game changer in terms of uh, data and entity formation. Because um, right now, again, in most states, you just need to provide a registered agent address and a registered agent. So you can actually hire a company to do that. You need to provide the organizer, which could be a lawyer or a friend or an accountant, and then just a manager. You can have a, not any beneficial ownership information. There are some states that request it, like Utah and one or two others, but most states don't. In fact, Delaware, you basically have to just give them nothing. Uh, technically, again, just a registered agent address um, 
that's it. It's hard to find any information on a Delaware company. Same in Wyoming. And again, that, that may be gone. That, that, that game may be over now. Well, not now, but at some point in, in the coming year or so, that could be over if, if this proposed rule becomes finalized and becomes law. So um, it hasn't got a lot of attention. Uh, I haven't seen it. This is something I've been following for some time. I saw it on a bunch of law journals, um, and it just hasn't really made it to mainstream um, media, whether it's like Wall Street Journal, uh, whatever, Barron's, Forbes, whatever you're reading. It just it hasn't caught the attention of a lot of media, uh, which is surprising because there's 4 million entities formed each year. 30 million entities are assumed to be impacted by this. So it's not just a couple people, right? 4 million entities each year are going to have to comply. $10,000 fines plus jail for willfully uh, failure to comply. Um, this is going to change uh, everything in terms of entity formation. Now, most of us, we're not going to care. We're starting a business. We're buying real estate. We're not hiding anything, but it's still more data that you're giving up to the government and your data just becomes uh, more readily searchable and available for, for many different government uh, initiatives, good or bad. So, and plus, you know, it's it just more times your, your, your information gets put on a um, cloud, right? Not even on blockchain, right? It's going somewhere. The government has it. Now, if there's hacks or, or sharing of information that gets uh, torpedoed into something um, where um, there, there's some misbehavior, right? Your, your information just gets leaked out. So there are worries. FinCEN, I give them credit. They are certainly focused on security of that data, but uh, this, this is really um, you know, a bold move in terms of data collection. And uh, this is kind of the trend globally, right? To combat um, tax evasion, terrorism. We saw it with the Panama Papers, and, and we've seen it in, in other sources as well, where uh, countries from all over uh, the world are, are kind of bounded together in this front to try to stop illicit activity. And this is the first step um, from, from a U.S. standpoint. So there you go. Um, to be continued, right? Don't worry, nothing's happening yet, but things could change and um, the government will potentially learn a lot more about you and your entity each time you form an entity as well as all your um, entities that you, you own now. So at least from a 25% ownership um, and someone who has um, substantial control over the enterprise, even if it's less than 25%. Uh, so thanks for uh, spending some time with me today. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for all your support. Check out my other two podcasts, Ad Bits, which drops every Tuesday if you want a bit of knowledge on various self-directed retirement topics, and Ad Mail, which is a fun podcast where I answer three of the best questions of the week. Don't forget to subscribe to the IRA Financial YouTube channel where we drop five videos. I also do a YouTube Live every Wednesday, 12 noon, um, which you'll be notified. So if you're interested in that topic, you can just check it out. Or if you want to catch it later, it will be available on YouTube. But um, it's, it's I think, a really good source of uh, information and it's free. So might as well subscribe. Uh, other than that, I uh, really appreciate you guys uh, sticking with me today and talk to everyone again next week. Be well. <laughs>